And if you're not paying attention to what you're eating, like you're probably also not paying attention to your body and the signals that it's sending okay. you regarding being full, right? Okay. Because you're completely disengaged from yourself. This is the Begin Within podcast, where we believe real, lasting health and fitness requires you to start inside before you work out. I'm your host, Nate Slegger, and I'm here to show you behind the scenes of fitness. You already know exercise is good for you, but what about all the other things in life that affect your fitness? If you're looking for extra motivation to get started or to make sure you keep going, this is the place for you. Produced by BeginWithin.fit We are talking about eating today. And not in the way that you're thinking. And oftentimes we talk about eating for fitness, eating to lose weight, and the focus gets put on what we should be eating or what we should not be eating, right? Good foods, bad foods, junk foods, fun foods, um, healthy foods, veggies, fruits, proteins, you, you know the drill. <laughs> Today, we're talking about how you eat and how it might be affecting the results that you are or aren't getting. My guest today is Becca Candler. She is a behavior change guru, we'll call her, who is passionate about helping people live to their optimal potential. She has a master's degree in exercise psychology and a personal trainer certification through the American College of Sports Medicine. Um, she has, in her career of over 15 years, worked with people as a habit change counselor, as a trainer. She's worked as a, a manager in the fitness industry, and she is devoted to empowering others to make healthy choices that increase their longevity and improve the overall quality of their life. Um, in particular, what I think is really interesting is that in the past, she worked as a counselor at uh, a weight loss resort. And today, she's going to share with us some of the, I'll call them tips and tricks that she would teach her clients in that environment to um, learn how to to eat differently, learn how to approach the process of eating in a more healthy way. So she is going to share kind of those hacks with you today in this interview um, that I did with her. But before we get started, I just want to take a moment to check in with you and invite you to check in on yourself and just ask, how am I doing? Ask yourself that question. How am I doing? Am I headed in the direction that I want to be? Um, if you aren't, 
if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling like things aren't working, you're not getting the results you want, um, we're here to help. We absolutely want to help. And I want to encourage you to, to reach out and book an appointment with a coach so that you can make sure that you're headed in the direction you want to go. Um, how do you do it? Go to beginwithin.fit. Click on the Join Our Challenge button. What that is going to do is basically take you into um, a calendar where you have an opportunity to book a call with a coach. Uh, we'll tell you about the challenge. We'll tell you if you're a good fit or not based on you know um, your um, aspirations and your goals and where you're at. But more importantly, you'll have an opportunity to connect with someone who can support you in this crazy journey we call fitness. Oh, and if you haven't done so already, <laughs> before we dig into the interview, put this on pause and make sure you are following or subscribing to this podcast. And also, please give us a great rating and a really nice review, if you don't mind. Now, you know my style. I like to tell you ahead of time what you are going to hear. And at the end, we're going to wrap up and hopefully um, help you design some action steps around what we learn during our interview. So three themes that I want you to listen for. First of all is the need to develop an awareness around the process of eating. A lot of the tips and the tricks that you hear Becca share are around that, improving our awareness of eating. Secondly, the benefits of changing our environment in order to support us <laughs> in our goals when it comes to eating. And then finally, working with the established need. So we're going to talk a little bit about some, um, some psychology. Freud's name comes up. Um, and an interesting little principle comes forth in this interview that um, was really interesting to me and beneficial to me personally. Um, you're going to hear why in the interview, but it has to do with um, getting to know our brain, getting to know um, some of our habits and what needs are being um, met by the habits that, that we have. Um, so, and then of course, finding ways, healthier ways to solve those needs. So um, listen for that. And in particular, that's going to be around a conversation that we have about snacking. Here is my interview with Becca Candler. While a lot of people want to focus on the what they're eating, um, sometimes the how can be just as important. So just tell, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I've made... I guess over my years of working with people, I've made kind of an onvert up uh, uh, numerous observations mm -hmm. about like how people eat and yeah. the lack of mindfulness and or the lack of chewing. Like, and some people openly admit that they just inhale their food and they're not joking about it. Okay. Um, and the that how that can influence um, how much somebody eats without even realizing it. What would a healthy eating habit look like in terms of mindfulness? 
Yeah, having some intentionality. I think um, I've talked to a lot of clients and like we've even talked before about not being distracted while we're eating. Like Mm -hmm. while you're eating, if you are actually paying attention to what's on your plate and what's going from the plates into your mouth, um, as opposed to being distracted by television or phones and devices um, that before you know it, you've just eaten out of the whole pot, like whatever you might've just mm-hmm. cooked versus you didn't even transfer it to a plate, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you're like, oh, yeah. I'm, watching, I'm watching this TV show, not paying attention to all what I'm feeling. If you, and if you're not paying attention to what you're eating, like you're probably also not paying attention to your body and the signals that it's sending okay. you regarding being full. Right. Because you're completely disengaged from yourself. What you're recommending is almost becoming more in tune to the eating process and maybe even to the food itself, like almost being more interested in the event of eating and that that's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There are some schools of thought that will tell you that you should, it should take twice as long to eat your food as it did to prepare it. Um, And that's like hands-on preparation. So like if you're, you know, something's in the oven for an hour, it doesn't take you two hours, but like the hands-on preparation of something. um, And, you know, I, I, I ask myself this and I even challenge you, like, do I do that? (laughs) <laughs> does it take me um I think I have to be really intentional about it and kind yeah. of slow down and um not allow myself to be distracted like sit down at an actual table yeah yeah it's interesting that you say that because I've been trying when I have the opportunity to like if I'm at home working from home or whatever and I'm okay it's lunchtime instead of sitting in the computer and like eating and working like sitting down at the table with just my food. (laughs) And what I've noticed is, and, and actually Amanda noticed this because now we, we eat dinner together. Um, I I take a lot longer now than she does to eat. And she's like, you are, it takes like, you're chewing forever now. Like I, like she's, she's fine with it, (laughs) but it's kind of interesting that, that I think that intentionality now has, led me to without even knowing it just slowing down more when I'm eating and I think that that might be a maybe just a normal part of the process right yeah I think it's a normal part of the process right if you're not distracted you're sitting at your table whether it's with your family or alone with a plate of food in front of you um I think you're just naturally going to slow down and you're also going to explore what's sitting in front of you a little bit more like you're going to look at the plate you're paying attention to maybe the ratios of what's on your plate because your attention isn't elsewhere. Mm -hmm. What about, you know, we talked about this a little bit before too, but um, even like some of the the little, I would call them like tricks, but that you can, that you can employ even when it comes to like dishes and, and utensils. Yeah. Yep. Some of, and these are some of my favorite go-tos for especially people that know they overeat right? Or the, the individuals who are just inhaling their food. And like the first one, it might seem like common sense, but it's just using a smaller plate. Um, 
right? Um, transferring the food from whatever pot that you've cooked it in or prepared it in onto a plate. Um, and that's gonna lessen your portion by using a smaller plate. Um, along those same lines as I encourage people to use smaller utensils, like you have the little fork and the little mm -hmm. spoon that came yeah. in your silverware set, like eat with those. That's less food is being transferred at a time, right? From plates your mouth um, blowing you down. Um, and if there were a lot of cases, so I worked at a weight loss resort where, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of our guests were like self-proclaimed like overeaters and inhalers um, for lack of better way to say that. Mm -hmm. And I would slow them down by making them eat with chopsticks. Like, and no matter what you're eating, right? It's gonna, it's gonna slow you down. Um, it can be really, really frustrating. Yeah. Um, but it will certainly, it'll bring your attention to the task at hand. You have no other choice other than to think about it. There, yeah. There's only so much you can pick up. There, it might be frustrating. You're kind of, you're forced to slow down because you're maybe dropping things that a spoon, a big spoon would just scoop right up. Right. Um, hmm. Cool. I was, as you were, as you were talking, I was, uh, thinking a little bit we have we have some friends and we joke that they make eating looks they they make it look like so much fun like when we go out to eat with them and they all share like what they get but they're all they're like tasting it like they're um uh food you know food taste testers i'm trying to you know like the the judges on a cooking show they like just take a little bit and then just like savor it and like from across the table, it actually looks like they're enjoying the whole meal, like so much more because they're yeah. eating that way. And I was thinking like that probably, and that's the way that we should be all eating, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't, I don't remember the exact numbers, but I think, um, this makes me think about two things mm -hmm. is the first one is that Scientists say that you only really taste your first two bites. Hmm. Like, and after that, like your taste is like, basically you're desensitized. Yeah. Um, so like really taking the, the time to enjoy those first two bites and then pay attention to that sometimes can cause you to pause and either stop or at least slow down and circle back. Um, and the second one, I forgot. <laughs> well, we, uh, we've talked too, and uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm a nail biter, right? I have been for most of my life. Like we've talked a little bit about that, um, like hand to mouth kind of compulsion, and yes. some of those foods that are easy to just keep popping tend to be some we know, like the the salty snacks that end up leaving us not happy, right, in the long run with our results. Um, what are some, what are some ways around that, that you found? Yeah. So I think this is something that you want to work with, um, when trying to change behavior, because that's, it's meeting some level of need, mm -hmm. right. That hand to mouth, let's call it compulsion. It circles back to like Freudian theory and that it's the same thing that has like smokers smoking with their cigarette. It's that, that connection. Um, it is meeting some kind of need, whether you realize it or not. 
So if we can work with that by making healthier choices, um, I know that I have some level of that. So when I'm going to a meal, I cut my food into tiny pieces. Like I also use like a small fork. So as much as I can be going back and forth, I know that that's serving some need, mm-hmm. um, which is like, since I know that I can work with it, like oftentimes, right? Snacking. It's so, uh, you know, that's you make a better choice. Like popcorn's not all bad, right? It's how much of it, how much of it are we eating and what are we putting on it? Right. So an air popped popcorn is going to still get this. Is that something you need at the end of a long, hard day when you're just trying to relax? Maybe let's work with it mm-hmm. instead of against it. Um, Interesting. Huh. So it's kind of like, oh, I feel, you know, I have the inclination to eat, like to snack, but I, if I'm more in tune to the fact that I'm, I'm not really hungry kind of saying like, Oh, well maybe, maybe it's that need (laughs) that needs to be met and I'm going to do that, but with something maybe healthier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A really tasty snack. I don't, I just need something that I can pop in there, little baby carrots or whatever. Right. Right. No, exactly. Yeah. Something that you can like portion and still get that like, and alternatively, sometimes it's just occupying the mouth can Mm -hmm. satisfy that need as well. So this is where sometimes chewing gum um, can be a substitute. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for some people, if it's like, if you're not sure that you're hungry, try chewing a piece of gum. You know, you can't tell me you're like, I think I'm hungry, but I'm not sure. Like try a piece of gum and then tell me if you're hungry or not. It's occupying the mouth or a Jolly Rancher, mm-hmm. you know, Lifesaver, something, as long as you don't chew on those, like it's going to occupy your mouth for a period of time. And then while that is in your mouth, you should be able to tell like whether you're truly hungry or not. Hmm. Okay, cool. What? So maybe just like a final question, if, if this is like kind of all new uncharted territory for someone, um, and a conversation like this leads them to feel like, oh my goodness, I have, I don't even know where to start. I have so many changes I have to make. What would you recommend that person do first? Like what would be like the smallest step to move in, in the right direction? I think like one of two things It's either first, like, at, like sitting down at a table without distraction when you eat. Okay. And truly pay attention yourself like have some introspection there. Um, and the second, like if you already do that, cause I know a lot of families that already do that, like families sit down at the table, right? Is um, smaller plates. Okay. Like doing the smaller plates, smaller portions um, to minimize it. Those are, would be my first two kind of simple, non-invasive go-tos to start changing those eating behaviors. All right, cool. Hey, thanks a lot for those ideas. Yeah, thank you. All right. I feel like I got a little bit of a therapy session there at the end of our interview around the hand-to-mouth compulsion. So thank you very much, Becca, for that. Um, Hey, here's the bottom line. If the person that you want to be is smaller, that is, they weigh less, they have less body fat, um, 
however you want to say it, that means that they eat less than the person you used to be, right? So the tips that we just heard from the expert all have to do with finding ways to do just that, to eat less. Um, How do we do it? I asked you to listen for three themes. The first one, super important throughout our interview, was awareness. Awareness around the process of eating. Becoming more aware of the food that we're eating, becoming more aware of the the body's signals, you know, those signals that our body is sending us of um, feeling hungry, of feeling satisfied. So awareness, number one. And I would ask you, what might you do of the things that we heard to improve your skills in awareness around how you eat? The second theme had to do with the benefits of changing our environment and ways to change our environment so that we do that, so that we slow down, so that we eat smaller portions. So some of those hacks we talk about, the smaller plates, the smaller utensils, those kinds of things. And then the third theme, working with the established needs. So as we're making changes to our behaviors, there might be some needs that are being met beyond just fueling our body right? If we look at food as fuel, okay, that's the basic thing. But let's be honest, there are other needs that um, eating and food might be filling. You might be filling those needs through things like snacking. We talked about that. So um, being aware of those, um, those needs and making sure that they are not going unfulfilled by the changes that we're trying to make to the way that we eat. So acknowledging those working with them, and still finding ways to meet those needs. Now, again, we talked about where to start, right? And that's what this podcast is all about. Begin. Begin within. So now that we have some ideas of additional ways that we can we can do that, where do you start? And we heard from her. Start simple. Sit down at the table. Sit down at the table. That was one of the recommendations from the expert. It sounds really easy, but take stock of how many meals you actually do that for. And can we make additional changes in order to do it more often, to just sit down with our food and eat, rather than other distractions, scrolling while we're eating, watching TV, um, or other things. And then her other recommendation was, Just start by using a smaller plate. See what happens. Don't eat out of the container, but rather get a smaller plate or dish and start there so that we're naturally limiting our portion, slowing down and becoming more aware of how we're eating. If you are tired of feeling frustrated and disappointed with fitness and you're ready to get on the path, being the healthy person you want to be. Just go to beginwithin.fit and click the Join Our Challenge button. We can't wait to support you in your fitness journey and help you to get the results you deserve.